Good evening, folks. Welcome to another edition of A Burning Desire to Talk with Lou and Mark. I'm Lou. And I'm Mark. And thank you for joining us once again. We're uh, excited about this particular episode. We're going to get back a little bit to um, experiences that Mark, in particular, um, has, uh, has had over, really, his lifetime. Um, and what I mean is uh, what I refer to as being a gift, a gift that many of us have. I think we all have the ability to tap into um, uh, our, our spiritual eye, if you will, to be able to see beyond what's on this earth. And for those that have passed to use us that are still here as a vehicle um, to contact those of us still here and send a message. Um, let us know, um, you know why things happened the way that, that they did, uh, provide some sort of closure for others. Um, and Mark, throughout his lifetime, has had multiple, multiple, many, if you will, um, occurrences that, that seem to manifest through his dreams. And with that, I think I'll turn it over to Mark uh, so he can start taking us through one in particular that um, actually manifested its, its way in several parts uh, over almost a 20-year period, yeah. Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, why, don't, why don't you take us through it? Yeah, well, listen, I uh, <coughs> just want to say hi to everybody out there. hope everybody's doing well. hope everybody's having a good time. Say hello to our listeners close and far. It's kind of great that everybody's listening, all the newcomers that have joined along with us, too. Yeah, Lou, I uh, just came from a, a game tonight that uh, one of my children uh, were participating in at a sporting event, and it kind of... All, all connects together and I was going to mention to you wow it just seems so ironic and there's so much synchronicity with different things at this game that we just went to it uh, happened to be a school that I attended many many years ago decades ago and while we were there at the game I was there with my wife and my uh, son and my daughter was participating in her school was actually competing against another school and that the school she was competing against was one that I had attended when I was in high school. Uh, my son and a couple of her friends were sitting there, and I was just finding it so um, ironic that I had uh, I had had a dream of, and a lot of people have dreams of going back to school, and I actually had had a dream of being at the school uh, not too long ago. This dream was probably like within the last year. Right. And the dream actually was a nighttime setting. The dream also was uh, going by the buildings of the school, walking across the parking lot and seeing the different uh, classrooms from the outside and the windows and whatnot. When I, w- I, I can tell you this much, when I woke from that dream, I found it kind of weird because number one, you're not in high school. You know what I mean? When, right. you're, when you're in your 20s and 30s and 40s and so forth, you're not still in high school. So you're just having a dream, you think at that point of reminisced memory. The, sometimes you have dreams that don't make sense. Like why would it be at nighttime, and why would you be walking across the parking lot or next to the school, but just looking in, no one's there. Right. Well, tonight, 
that kind of all made sense. To me, it was identical to having that exact same dream. What's ironic about it is, if I had thought about these two schools playing each other ahead of time, like at the t discussion I was having at the game tonight with my son and his friends telling them about this, uh, it wouldn't have added up. The reason being is, even though my daughter participates in a sport that was being played against this other school, in years past, they have not played each other. In recent years, they have not competed each other. Oh, really? Yes, and when I had this dream of being at the school that I had attended where we were tonight, it uh, was about a year ago, like I said, that was a year prior to my daughter even getting the schedule, which was about a month ago. When she told me that uh, they were playing each other, I thought, how cool. But I didn't realize it because the game could have been in during the day or during the sunlight. But tonight it really hit home when I was there. Like when I walked to go watch the event over at the field, I actually started to get the feeling of deja vu. Like, wow, I was here before. And I w then I remembered immediately, wow, I had a dream that I was here at nighttime and I was walking through this area. So that was, um, was kind of neat. That was kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that being said, uh, I've had multiple dreams uh, about that school. And isn't it ironic that we're, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about this now. This was going to be one of our topics bringing up because it's just extraordinary compared to the other dreams I've had where this one has happened multiple, multiple times about an, an individual I went to school with. And tonight I actually even happened to be at the... At, at a game at that school, so that makes it even more of a right, a more of a bizarre connection. Yeah, more of a bizarre scenario. Mm -hmm. So um, I give you a little background, a little history. Uh, I was in high school, and I played sports, and I made a few friends, classmates, and some of the friends, you know, you become a little bit closer with than others. Uh, there was one kid who was a classmate and a teammate who I had befriended, who um, we became we became pretty tight. We became pretty good friends. So, in reality, uh, we knew each other, we hung out, we played and, and went to school together. And then after a couple of years, I ended up going to a different school. So, we didn't finish high school together. We did not actually graduate together from the same high school. And then uh, a couple more years had went by, uh, and this person that I knew, this friend, was a very good ball player. Uh, his, he went on to college, he was playing, I know other friends, mutual friends of mine saw him at college they were also friends with him whether it was parties hanging out and we hadn't really seen each other too much and we um kind of became a little bit distant but we had that closeness like we talked about in those other podcasts i know yeah. we were always very close i can tell you this much i can tell you <laughs> we used to jokingly compete in sports memories are coming back now like we would jokingly compete and i, I don't say that we would be compete to the point where you would be disagreeing and this, that, and the other thing. But we would compete and have that athletic ability that was so strong. But I would always compliment this individual, this friend, because the person was so athletic, I would say, yeah, 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 you're better. Uh, actually, I would have to compliment him on a lot of different things. You know, being a better-looking guy, or one of the better-looking guys probably than, than any of the friends, a smart individual, and also a very good athlete. So... Um, after school, after uh, years of high school, we're in the college years, we're in the, uh, the 20s, the actual age of the 20s, there was a story that went out uh, that was going around by word of mouth that he was missing. And then it went from word of mouth that it was actually in the news that he was missing. 
Yeah. He, yeah, he was missing for weeks and then months and then more months. He just disappeared. Disappeared. He just disappeared. No one knew, you know, what happened. And there were stories of people looking for him, this, that, and the other thing. Well, they eventually uh, discovered, you know, that he had passed away. And uh, it was very sad. Very sad for a lot of people. And especially when you hear that when you're, at, like, age 22, it's very, uh, very difficult for a lot of young people to hear. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, that's the actual reality that's life you know in reality and stuff so after that had happened some years went by and it, you know you and i talked about having these different dreams of different people and it's it's always in a dreamlike state uh i can remember the first dream that i had uh where i'm participating in a sport at this school the one i just talked about that i attended and i see different teammates i see a number of different guys i see one then another and then i see a few other and then I see the guy that I just talked about that had passed away at a young age. And it, not that much time had went by, maybe only a few years. And in the dream, he's got his back turned. We're in uniform and we're playing sport. We're playing football. I'll just name the sport. We're playing football. And he's got his back turned. And then the, the dream goes on where I can't see him. He doesn't turn around. I can't see his face. I can't talk to him, anything like that. But are you trying to make contact with him in the dream? No, not at all. Okay, so, at all. so you see him. And you're probably in a little bit of awe, like, oh, wow. Yeah, know. what's he doing here? Yeah, yeah like, yeah, what's right. he doing here? Why is he actually on the field is what you think in the dream, because you're in a dream state, so you don't know that you're dreaming. You think it's reality. You're like, what is this person doing here? Why is he here? You know, I thought he was gone. I thought right. he had passed in the physical sense. So then another dream comes along, and, again, it's another sporting event. This time it's baseball, which we did play together. Now, how much time had gone by between one dream and the other? Uh, maybe, maybe... Not that much time, maybe a couple years. Okay. Yeah, but it hadn't been, a real, it wasn't decades or anything like that, maybe a couple years. So you have the first dream, and it's kind of like, huh, was, you know, uh, what, what's he doing here kind of thing, and it was, uh, I guess, in sort of a, of a way of, um, it was great to see him, you know, but I wonder, you know, what, what's he doing here, but you really didn't think anything beyond that. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So then I have another one where we're playing baseball. And again, it's weird. I see other players, and I turn, and I see the exact uniform, the high school uniform. Uh, and again, it's the same friend, the one that had passed. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, again, uh, his back is turned, which I found really ironic. You know, after I woke from that dream, I found that really ironic because it's another dream. It's a different sport, but again, it's high school years in uniform, but the back is turned. But again, I didn't make an approach to go see him. Again, I actually saw him physically playing the doing the act of playing the sport in the dream. I woke from that one, I thought, well, that was weird. A little bit of time went by, whatever it was, maybe some years, this, that, and the other thing. And then there was another dream. Uh, this one was kind of weird. It was actually walking to the school, you know, you know, walking on the campus of the school, and school was in session. And in the dream, I walk up to a, uh, a classroom window and look in, and there are all these different students, you know, at the desks and the rows, and this individual sitting there. And again, it's the same feeling of, what is this person doing here? You know, this individual has passed. Now, did you, you recognize know, anybody else in the classroom? No, I didn't really take notice to them. I, I could tell, like, what they were wearing, what their attire was, you know, so they were obviously other students. But I didn't really look at any other students. I could tell you it was definitely a classroom full of kids, of students. Right. But it so happened he was the closest one to the window at the desk, you know, like a student would have papers and books on their desk and maybe even writing things or whatever. 
and I, 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 I'm looking through this window during this dream and seeing him, and I know I can still remember how the feeling was in the dream was like, what is he doing there? Why is he sitting in the classroom? And I thought he had passed. Like, why is he there? I thought right. he had passed. Now, this is you're thinking this in your dream? In my dreams. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I wake from that one, <clears throat> and then it continues. Uh, there's another one, uh, you know, a, a few years later. It's the same thing. You know, I'd see him in a sporting event. Uh, again, he would have, like, be in a football uniform with a helmet on, turned sideways. I couldn't see him. I think I had told you this before. Then there was another one where we're, it's not actually on a field or playing one of the sports. It's actually in the locker room. But he's in the locker room, and he's got his uh, uniform on. And, and, again, he's got his back turned. I could never see his face. In any of these dreams, I, I just could not see his face. And at no point, up to this point anyway, up to that dream, particular dream, have you, are you in the dream, you're trying to, uh, like you're calling out to him and he's not paying attention or anything like that. He's not like, uh, um, you're not trying to make contact with him. No. Okay. No, not at all. So, uh, it happened uh, on and off number of different times these different dreams i just thought it was weird like wow i have these different dreams about this friend and i thought okay well maybe i don't know sometimes subconsciously thinking of them like you know we have so many good right. times friends yeah. this that and the other sure thing. you mess them you know subconsciously or, you know you, you you think about them right right so then it got really weird uh probably like two years ago uh, a couple years ago two or three years ago and Again, we spent a lot of time together, and we were also with an, another large group of friends at different times, too. And they may recall some of these. If we were sitting here talking around about some of these stories, I'm sure they would recall some of these memories, the things we did together. Uh, we'd go to dances together, or we hung out at houses, you know, and there was different music playing and, and different different songs on. So, I... Now, this is reality now. This isn't a dream. The thing that got really weird about two years ago... I was driving to, I had this job that I had for a few years, and it was up this highway from our house. I think I recall telling you this before. Yeah. And up this highway, um, where I would drive to and from work, there was an area that when I passed on the way home, coming, coming back home on that highway, there's an area where he actually had passed away, where they actually had found him, uh, where he had passed. And... Uh, and I know it was in a certain vicinity or area that they talked about uh, he, he was found. I guess it was near water or whatever it was. And um, as I was driving, I noticed it every day, that area, for some reason. You know, you know like anybody would. They would think, yeah, oh, sure, wow. you're passing it every day, and I'm sure it's, you know, bringing back memories. Yeah, bringing back memories and stuff like that. So um, I'm driving one day, and I'm getting near the area. And right before I got to the area... On the radio, I was playing music, right? I was playing music, and I, it might have been even downloaded music, but it doesn't matter because it was just like any type of music was playing. It was just random music. So it wasn't a radio station. It was just music that was playing. But the song came on, um, and for those people that are our age and, and may have listened to a certain type of music, they called it back in the day, uh, freestyle music. And that was like more like in the 1980s and early 90s, 1990s. The name of the singer came on, uh, it was Debbie Deb, and the name of the title of the song is When I Hear Music. When I got to that specific area, that great song, song, great song, that's, <laughs> that song came on, 
as I was passing that certain area, like I said, where I always felt that connection because, you know, it was said that, you know, that he was found in that area and that when he had passed. And wow, I'll tell you what, it just sent like chills up and down your arms, you know, and I'm hearing that song. And why that song um, had that effect was that was like a song that he loved. It was a favorite song of his. So much so that he and I and a few other guys went to a dance with a bunch of girls that we were friends with. We all went as dates and that high school that we went to the dance is the same one that our kids went to. And uh, when he and I went to this dance and we were there and I can remember like it was yesterday, we were there and all this music was playing and he made me, he kept wanting me to go up to the DJ stand and he kept saying, wanting to make me to go to the DJ stand because he's like, let's go request a song, let's go. And I said, no, 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 you go ahead, you go ahead. So he made his way up there and I didn't know and he came back and he goes, Wait till one of these songs come on, you're going to love it. And that song actually came on, and he requested it. So found a lot of humor in it, and I knew he loved that song. And that particular song, it's funny because that particular song to come on at that particular moment when you're in that area where he was found, it, it's not like, yes, it was a big club song, right? Mm-hmm. To, if you're going to categorize it, right? Yeah. It was a big club song, but it's not like it was a top 40 hit i mean you know one that you would hear every day on the radio yeah so for that particular song to come on at that time was pretty amazing yeah yeah it really was so uh after that i'm just like okay i brushed that off i'm like wow maybe coincidence this that and the other thing so months i think have went by probably at least months i'm trying to re- remember here this was a couple years ago i'm driving home again on that same highway the same around about the same time i, I did every day I pass that area again I always think about it or I'd think of him and I'd pass that area and I was driving and I was driving and I'm, I'm driving southbound I'm coming south so I'm dri- and I have to drive so many miles so I'll, let's say it was like 10 miles so I make it like maybe it was 15 miles I had to drive and I made it like 10 miles along that highway where all of a sudden it got backed up I still have another five miles to go to get home and traffic was backed up so instead of continue going straight on that highway I decided I would uh, turn off that road and take a detour home. So I took the detour, which took me down a side road and I'm driving down the side road for a while. I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving. And again, I'm not even realizing this, but then all of a song, all of a sudden, this song comes on the radio station. Now this time I had the radio station on and here you go, I'm not gonna know the name of the singer. Uh, it, I played that song for you before. It's uh, the name of the song, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Yeah, by, sure. Um, I don't know who the uh, artist is or who sings it. I can't remember right oh, now, man. but I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, yeah, yeah. the tide. That's the song. Right. Mm-hmm. As that song is actually playing, the road that I'm on, I actually pass that exact high school that he and I went to. Uh, and I'm just going to give a little side note here. That school that we attended together, it was a uh, prep high school, but it was also... It's a Catholic Christian based school that we attended together. And as that song was playing, I happened to look to my left and see the high school, the entranceway to the high school. And I see, uh, you know, the statues. There's a statue of Jesus and there's a few other, you know, uh, Christian statues up there. And man, that really just hit me again. So I'm hearing that song. Now, why do I say that song with that school? It was at that time when he and I were in that school and I specifically remember him being over the house one time and that song was on the radio then and he said man I love this song and he turned it up and he played it 
pretty loud and mm -hmm. he sang along to it in a very comical way now um, also I, I want to say that um, I had told you this story about those couple songs and, the, and those coincidences being in certain areas as I was telling my son uh, I don't know about a year ago the same thing that I'm, I was telling you as I was telling him the same story as I was at that part of the story telling him about passing the high school and the song coming on uh, sitting on the dock of the day I guess is the title as I was telling my son that part of the story saying that hey my, my friend liked that song when we were like a little bit younger than you we're around about your age teenagers we were a little bit younger I said he liked that song and it came on it was ver very bizarre but it was a coincidence it came on while I was driving the car and passing the, 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 the school as I'm telling him that part of the story, the same exact time, my son had a movie on the television. Uh, the name of the movie actually is Top Gun. Oh, sure. And with Tom Cruise, you know that? Of course. And as he's, as I'm actually telling him, I paused for a second and I had to turn and my son even pointed at the TV and we were like, whoa, that song is part of the soundtrack and is in that movie and actually was being played as I was telling that. So again, that was just another- Wow bizarre synchronicity as I'm like talking about these things so it was it was kind of bizarre so uh, again there was a, a another dream and then I believe there was even another one and I started to tell you about them and you were like wow that's weird you can never see him that's weird you can never talk to him you know and I said yeah and I said I can't even see his face now finally however there was a dream that I had had She's back in what beginning of very very beginning of this year and in this dream uh, I actually approached what it looked like I thought was in the dream the outside of the high school and I start to see everybody that was in that class that was in our class uh, and that, so I took it as some form of a reunion it looked like all the kids that were in my class were there like having a form of a reunion they were getting together but then we were only at the school for a little bit and the location changed place the setting changed place. We weren't there anymore. The next part of the dream is we're at another guy that I had went to school with at his house who lives only about two or three towns away. Very nice house. You know, in the dream, I can see myself walking up to the door, opening these, again, these were double doors, which I found kind of weird on the front of this house. Yeah. And we, I went in and again, everybody that was in that class is in the dream. And it is a reunion of sorts. Everybody's uh, talking and laughing. There's music playing, and I see one person, and I'm in a small group talking to another group of people. But when I turned to my right, I looked over. There is the kid that I said we were friends with, that I was teammates and classmates with, that I was friends with back then, who had passed, is in the dream. And at this point, it's a little bit different, though. It's not like I'm looking at it as like a dream, where I always say, like, what are you doing here? What are you doing? And this one, I actually was like, wait a minute. I actually want to see him. Like, I actually want to talk to him. I actually want to see him and talk to him. He was in a group of people. He was standing, like, kind of next to him, but behind him. It looked like how when you see a group of people in a circle talking, and there's, like, different rings of people around yeah. it. He wasn't in the middle of the conversation. Almost yeah. like he's looking over people's shoulders. He's in the peripheral, yeah. Yeah, he's in the peripheral. He's, he's, like, looking over people's shoulders, and he's not quite in the circle, you know. And I kept looking over there, and I kept looking over, and then he finally turned around. He turned around, and I left 
kind of left the people that I was talking to. I kind of parted away from the people, which are, I was in another separate circle of people talking. And then he turned and he faced me and actually stepped towards me. And I looked towards him and I could actually see his face. I think I might have even said his name in it or whatever. And he gave me, a, a, again, in the dreams, they're not like, you're not speaking. It's kind of weird. I say, I, I like to describe it as, as like, it's like telepathy. It's like you're knowing what the person is meaning, even though sometimes you're not hearing voices coming out of right. their mouth or anything. Right. But he was, he was in a sense letting know everything was okay. But he was also making a point of, and I told you this before, it was like not being afraid not, to not be fearful and not be afraid. And it's funny because I kind of try to tell everybody that about everything in life, not to be afraid of things and not, not to worry about things. And uh, it's kind of weird. It was like almost like a message, but it, it was a message of actually saying finally like, okay, here's the chance to talk or here's the chance to finally see me. And just to let you know that everything's good. Like everything's good, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and <clears throat> what's intriguing about this is that it took literally, I mean, to get to that point, from when he passed the initial dream and the subsequent five, six dreams after that over a period of <clears throat> 15, 20 years um, to get to the point where you actually were able to face him and you got the, the uh, and when you did, you got the sense that um, the, uh, the message, if you would, uh, if you will, is that, um, yeah, I'm good, man. You know, everything's fine. Uh, there's nothing to be afraid of. Um, all is well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's another example of, I don't know, almost liking it to having one foot in one realm and one in another. And, and dreamlike state is, again, it's something that we can never explain. And I don't know, people can't prove things either. People can think it's just subconscious memory. But some things are um, just unexplainable. Unexplainable. So the double doors are intriguing because you, you, the, the one part of it was that uh, you were at this, I guess, supposed reunion um, <clears throat> at this uh, location, which was initially the house of another friend that a mutual friend between the, the, the two of you and and the kid that passed away and you know your 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 uh, uh, your overall or total group of friends right but then it seemed to has have switched um, <clears throat> to what I would think would not be uh, someone's home because who has double doors in the way that you described it to me um, you told me that it was these doors were big glass double doors no no one has that it's more like uh, the entrance to a venue yeah. if you will right and the interesting part most recently what you just told me the other day last I think it was, well, a day or two ago was that you recently received your invitation to your high school reunion yeah, well, what, what I, uh, I didn't finish school with those guys. I ended up uh, being in another school, but what I've been seeing is they've been, they've been posting on social media that they, they have put together, they collectively, a handful of them have put together 
a, uh, a reunion for this year because it's one of the years you, you have reunions. And years past, you have different reunions, and uh, one particular friend would send me messages and say, you know, hey, if you want to attend this, you know, come to it. Uh, even though I did not graduate with them. I said, okay. And I know, uh, like, after five years, you know, that reunion, I didn't attend. They had that one. And then there was another one, a 10-year reunion. And, I, again, I didn't attend. But I, I recently was just seeing on social media, I think it just started, uh, I just started seeing that maybe in the last month or two that they were putting together another reunion. And it's coming up. Now, when I was just telling you about that, it dawned on me when I thought of where they were actually having it. And I immediately knew of the place. It's a local uh, tavern, sports bar, we'll call it. And I've been in that place before. Not recently, but years ago I was in that place a number of times. And when I was, you and I got in the discussion about the dreams... And then when I brought up to you about the reunion for the school, it made me think to say, hold on a second. I went back to um, recalling the dream where I was in the house where I told you it seemed like a reunion with my classmates. And that's exactly what it reminded me of. That place that I was just talking about where there were double doors. Because people usually do not have double doors on the front of their house. And the inside of it also was more like a tavern or a sports bar or something of like like a dining hall setting more than it was uh, someone's house with low hanging lights would look like it would be a bar off to the side which mm -hmm. some people do have bars in their house but that was off to the side yeah but this is more of a uh, of a uh, uh, the way that you described it it's stuff it's not someone's home it's definitely more of a restaurant tavern sports bar yes. some sort of uh, establishment uh, versus someone's home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So after realizing that, it dawned on me, uh, and that's why I brought up pictures of this local place, and I showed you, because I said, wow, that dream that I had way back when, earlier in the year, and then, again, that reunion was not scheduled until maybe just recently over the summer, maybe in the last couple months, and now that I see putting it there, I thought that was kind of ironic, too. That, um, that the setting in the dream mirrored more of a place like that. And again, it was a reunion type of uh, atmosphere also. It wasn't, you know, two or three people in, in a house. It wasn't like a little get-together. It was a larger group of people. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of even more, um, made, it, made it a little bit even more intriguing. Yeah, so, so as you've gone through um, these different contacts um, dreams in the form of dreams do you feel that that he was actually trying to make contact with you um, given each time that that it manifested itself yeah I think I think probably so yeah and again I think it has to go with we were taught when you and I were talking before about other dreams I think it's a timing thing I think there's certain you have the dreams of certain individuals at certain times, you know, uh, because for certain reasons, you know, you ever notice that they don't come, you know, sometimes people want to have dreams about things and they don't, they'll, they'll, they'll come to you uh, when it's time. Yeah, know? yeah, and 
And yeah. maybe, maybe, I mean, we really didn't sit down and dissect too much about things, but if we, I guess we're going to sit there and think about, maybe that setting of a reunion type thing was a representation to let you know that, yeah, look, uh, in that dream, having that person, you know, come to you and finally showing them, revealing themselves and showing you like, hey, I'm here, I'm okay and everything, and showing you reu the reunion, and actual, in reality, the reunion time is actually here coming. Uh, maybe it's saying like, hey, this was the time to let you know everything was okay. I think that's very similar to, I told you the dream before that I had where I was walking with a woman and she had a very distinct look and I could see her, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't place it. I couldn't put her with anything. Right. And it wasn't until a full year later, you sharing a photo on Facebook and I say to you, wow, that was the woman dream and that's a picture of your mom. Right. You know, I could have very well told you the dream six months before, but the dream wouldn't allow me to say, hey, Lou, I had a dream, and I, I believe your mom was in it. Right. Six months ago, I couldn't. wouldn't have made any sense. It took to when you put the picture on Facebook. Now it's time to actually tell you about it. Well, you know, the way, when, when I'm sitting here and you're telling me these different things that, uh, that happened to you and uh, and the backstories that are that are attached to them, because, again... Um, you folks have to remember, uh, which we've mentioned many times already, I did not grow up around here. And I, although <clears throat> I've heard so much about all these different people, I feel like I know them. I actually don't know any of them or a very small handful. I know a handful of them just because I've subsequently met them uh, later on in our adult lives over the last, you know, couple years here. Um, <clears throat> but But when you're telling me a story like this and I'm just sitting here taking it in and I'm as you're telling it, I'm dissecting it in my, in my mind as to, um, you know, what could this mean and what could that mean? I, when you first told me about it, and, and given the circumstances having to do with his passing, and then the subsequent um, um, little uh, coincidences in terms of driving down this one particular road that's near where um, where he was found, and of 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 the billion songs that exist one of his favorite songs happens to come on the radio at that particular moment and whether it was a broadcast radio or, or or if it was a music that you had downloaded or whatever it was the chances of that particular song coming on at that particular time I mean I have a better chance of winning the lottery twice probably yeah. mm -hmm. right um, and then <clears throat> another time again driving to from work whatever the case might have been you took this detour again you find yourself uh, near the school that you both attended at the same time and again another song and not just any song his favorite song happens to come on now years later um, for whatever reason you're sharing uh, the, the these uh, different occurrences with uh, with your son happens to be watching a movie which by the way is one of my favorite movies in Top Gun um, that song once again while telling the story to your son or sharing the story with your son that song comes on again dude there's like what are the chances of that right yeah. and then um, all the while if you recall I had told you originally I said Mark I think he's trying to make contact with you because all of a sudden why is he showing up now you know what I mean now yes of course subconsciously um, 
you you may have been thinking about them and and maybe it was a time of year um, uh, um, that that you know the unfortunate um, uh, accident happened um, and it may have been that time of year and maybe he subconsciously was in the back of your mind and maybe that's how it presented itself but all the while the consistency was he, 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 you could never see his face. He always had his back to you. And if you recall, after the third or fourth time that you shared these dreams with me, I said to you, I said, Mark, have you tried making contact with him in your dream? You obviously had said no to me. And I said to you, when you go to bed tonight and you're, and you're getting ready, you feel like it's coming on, you're getting ready to fall asleep, you need to prepare yourself to try and make contact. I forget whatever night that was, but I remember I came over the very next night and all day when I woke up the next day, I was like, oh my God, I wonder if he had the dream. It was like Christmas morning. Yeah. Did he have the dream? Did he have the dream, right? So I come over that night and obviously he did not have the dream. And then the next time we got together, nothing. And the next time after, after that, nothing until he finally right. did make another appearance, did visit again. And this time you were able to see his face and, it, and in that um, contact, and I know what you're talking about, and, and, and you guys that are listening, I'm sure this has happened to you guys as well, or know people that it's happened to, when, you've, when you're having these dreams and you're, you think you're having, well, you're apparently communicating with whomever it is that you're dreaming about, but no words are being spoken. Everything is, is, uh, is almost telepathic, right? Um, you, no words are being spoken, but yet you know exactly what the communication is. And, and, and you, you told me you woke up knowing, with a feeling of, of, of knowing that everything was fine, that he was okay, that everything was good, there was nothing more to, to, to think about or to worry about, any answers or any questions that you had leading up to that moment, at that particular moment were answered. Mm -hmm. That's pretty powerful stuff, man. Yeah. That's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, so what does that say? Again, we could always get into the neuroscience side of, you know, what dreams are. You know, they'll have this ex explanation and that one and say it's subconscious thought. Maybe it isn't. As much as people like to debunk dreams and say, you know, when you see somebody who has passed uh, or different extraordinary scenarios, people may want to always debunk that as oh that's not true that's just recorded memory right. in your subconscious and coincidence your, yeah your neurons are just still moving around and you're in a, a deep REM or uh, REM sleep and 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 that's what's you know making you have those dreams but also nobody can prove the opposite we always right. have to remember that you can't you can't prove the other side either you know you can't say that um it's not you know you can't say that it's you know Maybe there is a spiritual side. I mean, you know, we talked about that before. Again, your physical, your physical existence during sleep is at its most dormant state. That's what I'll always say. Yes, your body is at a very dormant, relaxed state. It's just nothing but your involuntary muscles moving while you sleep, while you're at a rest. So, for people that are very spiritual, say that's when the soul's alive and most alive. Yes, sure. and and we talk about that energy, so that soul can can connect with other souls in that energetic field that the physical doesn't need to be a part of. It right. doesn't need to be a part of. Right. That's when the soul, I think, is, um, is at its most vulnerable. Yeah. You know, when it's most open yeah. to uh, to that, 
um, because of the reasons that you state, um, you're at your most relaxed, you're at your most uh, at peace, uh, supposed to be anyway. Uh, someone with sleep apnea like I do, I'm, I don't, I'm never at peace when I sleep. <laughs> um, but but you're but you're absolutely right. Yeah. And uh, in this particular instance, for this particular story in this contact, um, I think anything that you've ever wondered over the last you know umpteen years since since the since he passed away, um, I think uh, he provided the answers that uh, that you were looking for. Yeah. I have wondered about, and and not just you, your circle of friends. Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't think it's solely for me I think it's for if anybody you know was to hear that story that knew of him knew him was friends with him or whatever that you know maybe they needed to hear that and I also wanted to go back and say I was saying subconscious I think for some reason I meant to say unconscious I meant to say when you're asleep you're basically unconscious think about that that's much deeper than I didn't mean to say subconscious you're unconscious you know, you're not doing anything. You're not up, you're not around, you're not eating, you're not walking, you're not doing anything. The body's just resting. But I think the openness, we talked about the soul, you know, there's still an energy there. The openness, maybe it's something that when people can have an openness to say, yeah, I'm willing to accept this contact or uh, see, this, see this individual, that soul, both souls need to, to, be, to be able to see it. You think about it, you hear that many, many times with people, they say, oh, I haven't had any dreams, I haven't seen anybody, I haven't had this other stuff. Well, maybe it's got to be more of just a relaxed, true understanding and openness, and then it, it, it may come to you, you know? Right. Well, everything works on God's time. That's one thing you always, everyone has to remember. It's never going to happen on your time. It's going it's gonna, to it's gonna happen on God's time. But that is, that is the ultimate energy. That's that spiritual energy that everyone's connected to. So it does take that combination, you know, for, for things that actually work and happen when it does, when the, it does. The spiritual energy is is beyond this world and is beyond anything that could be uh, scientifically proven or disproven. It's uh, it's beyond all of that. Yeah, and, 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 and exactly. And what I want to add on was saying that people like to think that things will work when they want them to work. And thinking is more of the um, mental state, you know. They're thinking with the mind, but the, again, it's not always going to be the mind that that actually is going to allow it to happen. It's got to be deeper than that. It's got to be. Uh, it's got to come from inside. That's where true feelings have to come from. You know, it has to come from the heart and the soul, the energy, and that's the spirit. And I think on um, on that note, uh, we'll end this episode here. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, uh, like to thank all of you for, um, taking some time out of your schedules and joining us again for this episode of, uh, Burning Desire to Talk. Uh, join us again shortly. Uh, we wish you a good night. Peace. Hey guys, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, but wait, before you go, go on your favorite podcast streaming service and give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks a lot.